This is the Data Privacy Detective. It's July 1, 2021, and just three days ago, the European Union made two decisions that the United Kingdom's personal privacy system of regulation was adequate from a European Union perspective. And what this means is that data can flow unrestrictedly between the United Kingdom and the European Union. Now, as we all know, not so long ago, the UK was part of the EU and it was subject to the GDPR or the rules of the European Union about personal information. And then it left Brexit, as we call it, uh, just about New Year's Eve of 2020. Well, Britain and the European Union had not agreed on uh, this whole issue of how data flows between the now independent from the EU United Kingdom and the European Union. So six months were given to work that out. And on June 28, 2021, the European Union made its two decisions that the UK system was, quote, adequate, close quote. Well, that was a relief to UK and EU businesses. 11% of total global data flows through the UK and 70% of UK data flows through the EU. So there was a lot at stake. Some estimates were that it would have cost UK business 1.6 billion pounds just to immediately uh, try to comply with the European Union system very differently from having an unrestricted uh, uh, flow of data between the UK and the EU. So there was a lot at stake. Well, British business, UK uh, business can rest easy, right? Well, oddly, the European Union's decisions don't last forever. They're not permanent. This is the first time that the EU has issued an adequacy decision on a temporary basis. This one will only last four years. Well, what's going on here? What's the real story? Well, the answer lies in suspicions between the European Union and the United Kingdom about what the UK is going to do now that it's outside of the European Union. Britain uh, is pursuing uh, trade agreements with the United States, uh, and uh, the U United States does not have uh, from the European perspective, an adequate uh, system of protection of personal information. After all, there is no comprehensive national uh, data law in the United States, anything like what you see in the European Union with the GDPR. And so Europe was concerned that if it allows data to flow unrestrictedly to the UK, and then the UK turns around and agrees with the United States that it's quite all right to send uh, data, including that of European citizens, European Union citizens onto the United States. This creates a backdoor for businesses in one country to get them from the European Union, get data from the European Union about people and just ship them off to another country on a separate finding that is just fine to do that. You can see why the European Union is concerned about that. It's similar in some ways to the 
border now between Ireland and Northern Ireland that is part of the UK. And how do you keep goods flowing on a free and easy basis without it becoming a backdoor to simply exporting European goods into the United Kingdom and elsewhere uh, without, uh, without tariffs? Well, why would the United Kingdom not want to have exactly the same type of regulation of personal privacy that the European Union has. In general, while it was a member of the EU, that's what the United Kingdom did. It was subject to the General Data Protection Regulation, the GDPR. But what has happened there is the European Court of Human Rights has made decisions from time to time that are different from what even the European Commission uh, would allow. That European Court, European Union Court of Human Rights, has issued two decisions in cases brought by Mr. Schrems, a privacy advocate from Austria, claiming that uh, the European Union should be restrictive about allowing data flows between the EU and the businesses of the United States. And that led to the striking down of the original safe harbor negotiated between the European Commission and the United States and other uh, decisions. And there is some threat, of course, that the privacy shield framework now worked out between the EU and the United States uh, will be stricken down as, as well. well. We will see what happens there. So you can see why the European Union is protective of its own GDPR regulations, uh, insists that if you want to have data free flowly that includes personal information about people, a national system has to be not equivalent, but adequate to protect personal information in the opinion of the European Union, including ultimately its highest courts. What are the practical impacts here to business? Well, first, UK and US businesses should not assume that a backdoor has now been opened to get European data from the UK that it could not uh, get directly from UK sources. UK business, businesses should be extremely cautious in providing to sources outside of the UK data about European Union citizens and residents in a manner that is not consistent with GDPR regulation. It is probably the case that Mr. Schrems or other privacy advocates or organizations in Europe will challenge in the European Court of Human Rights the adequacy decision about the United Kingdom. Uh, at a minimum, they would want to have it clear that no UK business uh, that obtains EU resident data uh, can simply send it off to other countries uh, without taking steps to make sure that uh, EU rules are followed. For businesses in countries that are not considered adequate by the EU, their choices can include entering a negotiated system like the current Privacy Shield Framework in the United States with the EU and Switzerland, but failing that, businesses that handle uh, 
personal information of EU residents that is subject to GDPR. Uh, we'll have to consider adopting standard contractual clauses prescribed by the EU for business compliance with European standards or not obtaining or not handling such personal information without complying in every way with GDPR requirements. Now, this is an example of the unfolding clash of national and even supranational systems like the European Union uh, about how data flows and how it's restricted and how that relates to our personal privacy and its protection, even from surveillance authorities uh, that are really, I think, at the heart of this dispute now, this temporary resolution, perhaps between the United Kingdom and the EU. After all, the UK's uh, government surveillance system is not all that different from the United States uh, surveillance system. Quite different from that of China, shall we say, but it is a surveillance, surveillance system. All countries uh, have, have a, uh, an obligation really to police bad actors within their borders and data about those persons. Uh, are, is important to obtain for uh, police and government officials to be able to take action against bad actors. But having said that, that's always a balance and the EU's balance, let's just say is more strict than the US balance and certainly uh, that of the UK. And that, uh, that suspicion about whether EU residents personal data is going to be misused from a European perspective in the United Kingdom or in the US will linger for the next four years with the UK. Surely that will be a central part of the review four years from now with the UK and it will influence the ongoing evolution of data privacy regulation uh, across borders. For the data privacy detective, I will remind us all, protecting your personal data begins with you.